Hey, welcome to Brace Country. This is a very special episode. We are honored to have our guest with us today, Dave Franklin. He is Atlanta's best-kept secret. A renowned singer-songwriter, Dave Franklin has toured and recorded with Driving and Crying, Kristen Hall, Billy Pilgrim, and open for the likes of Johnny and June, Carter Cash, Sinead O'Connor, Jewel, and Midnight Oil. And Dave Franklin, of course, is a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan, so we're honored to have him and his friend Nelson Nolan join us here on Braves Country. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. What's up, man? How are you? That's high praise, Scott. I got to tell you. Oh I got to tell you. Scotty. All that. That's right. Damn. Uh, you don't have to. You already have. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but with this new album, it seems like then there might be uh, a, a lot to live up to when when you get praised like. And I heard you guys warming up with some of this, and I can't wait for people to hear it because it is really remarkable, especially growing up here and the places that I went vacationing as a kid, and now take my own family vacationing. There was just a little gentle breeze that I felt as you guys were playing a particular song that I can't wait for you to hear. And it, and it gave me that nostalgic feeling that we talk about on Braves Country all the time. Well, a lot of it revolves around, you know, 30A, Northwest Florida. I knew it. I knew Saint it. St. Simons, Savannah. He's from Niceville. Well, I, I'm, really? Yeah, okay. I went to school down there, like high school and stuff. I'm a okay. military brat. Man, that's was, where we ended Navy. up. Yeah, Air Force. God bless me. Down Army. There, God bless me. Air Force Base. That's right. There you go. So that's like the formative years. And there are these guys that would just, you know, play these cover songs up and down the beach. And I aspired to that. I was like 18 years old, and I thought that was the greatest thing ever. And it was. Yeah. I mean, what a great way to live. They're the coolest. They are and the coolest. And they'd go out to, like, Colorado in the winter. Yeah. And play, like, an Aspen and stuff. And they'd come back, you know, just following the, the sun and the snow. I Musical love it. snowbirds. Yeah. I got to tell you, I love that. I love that. I love that life. I love living that way. And, um, you know, uh, we'll get into some of that stuff for sure. But uh, I want to start out with... Uh, you know, the dogs and the tide as we record this today here at Dickey Broadcasting Company in the Atlanta Braves Radio Network here at the Battery at Truist Park, home of the world champion Atlanta Braves. Yes, sir. Woo! Which is, which is incredible. I, I, I got to relive a moment that I had at the end of the Braves run when they won the World Series. And my, my 17-year-old son, Jacob, who is a baseball fanatic and a football fanatic, he just loves sports, and plays as soon as the game was over he was like daddy can we go to dick sporting goods and get us new braves world series shirts? right now and i was like absolutely it was 12 30 or one in the morning <laughs> and it happened again last night you know with 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 georgia winning the national championship but that but it's interesting that you're a 
you're a, a dogs and a Tide fan. How 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 does that, I mean? I, I respect Nick Saban. I love the Tide. That is, that's a rare combination. That is a rare combination. I ain't gonna lie. I guess it's just the South. I, I yeah. obviously didn't go to either school, but I have a lot of good friends that went to Alabama and good friends that went to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think of it as like how many fraternities I played, like in Tuscaloosa <laughs> and the ones I played in Athens right. and the Ivory Tusk and the 40-watt mm-hmm. club. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of divided. So it was either way for me last night. You'd have been night. all right either yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. What Nelson, what about you? Went to school at Alabama. Right. My first words were Babama when I was a good kid. <laughs> I ain't lying. I love it. But I'm really happy for Georgia. Sure. Last night I watched the whole game at Smith's Old Bar, which is the Bama place, and it was oh packed. Oh, my gosh. And it was, uh, it was a great game, and congratulations to the University of Georgia. Nothing but respect for Alabama and the Crimson Tide and Nick Saban. He is the greatest coach of all time. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Bear Bryant, of course, is, is of legend and lore. There's no taking anything away from Bear Bryant, but I think it's pretty clear that Nick Saban may be the greatest coach of all time in college football. No, no doubt. Um, what I thought was cool about the game last night was the two best teams – in the country we're playing and it was it's the right thing that that's the way the system works that the two best teams are mm-hmm. playing and then even yesterday as every you know in the afternoon I was kind of doing stuff and like the, you could the anticipation was yeah. coming up I was like wait a minute you got two sister states Alabama and Georgia that are on the world stage yeah mm-hmm. the two best teams and then and then I was thinking about even coming here in the way that um and maybe Dave was saying about Alabama and Georgia they are sister states the only thing dividing them is a state line. That's right. It's the same mountains. It's the same rivers. Beautiful. We're all and the same. We're That's all the right. same, and it's true. And 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 um, I think from a cultural standpoint, we are all the same. I think I think that's probably spot on. There's my no dad, yeah. my father, you know, like lived in Tuscaloosa for years and worked at that BF Goodrich plant. Okay. So he's a huge Bama fan. So I yeah. know he's happy right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, but going back to Bear Bryant for just one moment, Kirby Smart became the fourth coach in the history of college football and modern college football to actually win a national championship at the school that he went to. Right. Also along was Tennessee's Phil Fulmer, uh, Florida's Steve Spurrier sure. and Bear Bryant six times. Everybody else did it once. Bear did it six. So wow. yeah, pretty, pretty remarkable, Scott. Well, for me being a Georgia Bulldog, I, you know, I went to Georgia and, uh, how about them dogs? you know, and, uh, it was a really big night for me. I haven't got much sleep last night but uh, I was thinking about you too Nelson and uh, and uh, for me no matter who won that ball game we all win because it was you know the south was going to have the national championship amen brother and that's where football lives so I I was really I was really proud of both teams both fan bases Um, and I do want to clear one thing up uh, you know at the end of the game in some of the post-game discussion uh, they referenced one of the great Larry Munson calls of all time um, of course, when Lindsey Scott ran downfield, run, Lindsey, as, run. as we see, I see him right there. Up. I just yeah. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> as we see Buck Balloon walk by, uh, he's the one that got it to and, Lindsey. And, the, and then they talk at the end of that call. He's 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 mentioning how all the Georgia fans who had condos up at St. Simons and Jekyll and 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 Tybee Island and how um, they were gonna and man, was there gonna be some property destroyed tonight because he had just busted his chair and he was just talking about how everybody was going crazy and they referenced that at the end and I don't know that fans all around the country around the world know what they're talking about but that goes back to that coastal thing you know people sometimes don't think of the south as like having the coast but we we all go down to the Georgia coast, South Carolina coast, the Florida Panhandle. That's where we get away, and uh, and and that's what he was talking about was was uh, just 
all the fans who go down there, they camp out in those islands, and then they come for that Georgia-Florida game or whatever it is. And uh, and so anyway, some people were texting me last night, like, what are they talking about property going to be destroyed? Is there going to be, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, Larry Munson, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That's exactly right, yeah. And and it's so funny because anybody that didn't know it, they're probably like, what is he talking about, setting things on fire and turning cars over? No, that's not what we do. So, did y'all see downtown Athens? I mean, 10,000 kids out there. Wasn't wasn't a window broken that no. I know of. I bet there's some probably beer cans on the ground. A little bit. Oh, yeah. I know right. that bell was ringing. That bell rang. That son I mean, of a gun's it, probably still ringing. It's oh, still down ringing. In, down in Virginia Highlands this morning, every tree along that uh, main drag there had was just full of toilet paper. Okay, all right. Rose and Joe's and all I those places. I love it. That's so awesome. <laughs> That's a tribute to Auburn on that one. Yeah, no doubt about it. Which which is another great tradition. I mean, Timber's Corner. Of course, man. That's the thing. Man, just the SEC. I love it. Just it. There's there's just nothing better but than I, SEC football. I just want to celebrate with music because you guys are here, and I want folks to hear y'all play. And I, I, you know, we're talking that 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 line. Man, is there going to be some property destroyed tonight? Talking about Tybee Island and uh, St. Simons and all these coastal islands. It just made me think of your new song, Dave, uh, "King of the Coast." That's what it did. And I was looking forward to coming in here today. And I just want to ask you if y'all, it's on the new record, "Greengrass Hurricanes," and it's just an amazing song. And uh, Tug was talking about how he liked it when y'all oh were warming gosh. up. And I just think. We can kind of celebrate the South right now, Alabama and Georgia, with that song. And Florida Amen. and South Carolina, all of it. But that's the thing. This song, when I heard y'all playing it, and, and I said it a minute ago, it's brand new, but it's so, it feels so nostalgic. Makes me makes me think about growing up, going down there. So, man, please, I would love to hear it. If, yeah, this if is called uh, King of the Coast. It's, a, it's about those guys that, you know, travel around the country playing their cover songs, and they make a career out of it. And But I, I was going to do that, but I had to move on a little bit, so I ended up up here in Atlanta. It's called King of the Coast. Dug up the field we used to play. We were living in a railroad. 
take you back to to growing up and and seeing people play music on the beach and and put a big old smile on your face especially when you hear a song that you know every word to brown eyed girl that's the one around the world (laughs) singing brown eyed girl got the drum machine set on repeat (laughs) i love it it. my favorite uh, line of that song is uh put the lay our pennies down yeah on the railroad tracks yeah i used to do we all did it man of course and then you come back the next day you hear that you'd hear the train going you know, that night, and you come back, and it's, oh, I got eight of them, and they're all flat, you know? Just, absolutely, and there's just nothing better. My wife and I, when we first got married, uh, we rented we rented a house from my aunt and uncle, and then, but my mom and daddy had this property up in Dalton, Georgia, and it had a little old trailer on it, and we moved up in there, right? And it was right next to the railroad tracks, and I don't think I've gotten a, a, a better night's sleep than when we live there. Something about that true choo-choo train man coming uh-huh. through there. God, kind of rumbles a little bit. Son, it lulls you. put me to sleep in a minute. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know that I'll ever sleep as good as I did there. It was it's incredible. Uh Kevin Kenny of Driving and Crying singing backing vocals on that song on the record. How did that all come about? How did you just call Kevin up and be like, hey man, I want you to do this? And he was like, sure thing, let's go do it. Well yeah, I th- first I convinced him, I say, I got this great song for you to come in and play on. And then I try to think of, well, what kind of so- song can I get? You know, I, I tell him I got this great song, and then I was like, Okay, now I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. You just get him in. All right, you gotta hook him first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got yeah. it. But he came in and just did like a whole ad lib at the end and we just kept it in. Oh, that's awesome. And it's he talks about uh, you know, loading into a club. And they won't let you park, and you got to carry your stuff 300 yards down the street that we've all, that all of us have been through, mm-hmm. playing small clubs around the south and stuff. Yeah, what did it mean to have Kevin 
on the track with you, though. I mean, it, you know, long relationship. I he's mean, he's the nicest person I've ever met in my life. Indeed. Unbelievable guy. He's fantastic, and he'll he'll contribute anything he can to help any time, man. But yeah. Dave, yeah. You, for you, a lot of people, I know that you worked with him for a lot of. You know, there's there's the studio work, but a lot of solo touring where you were out there not only opening but then sitting in, yeah, and playing play with bass Kevin. or play guitar, and then you and then driving drive. and crying. I mean, I, I know the first tour bus I ever stepped on in <laughs> 1997. You were sitting in the front lounge, buddy, and uh, <laughs> so you've been working with Kevin for, for a long time, man. And, and you know th- that song reminds me a lot of times when we were doing shows down on the coast. Uh, we would stop in Savannah and we would go oh, see, yeah. and we would go see this cat. Uh, I think his name was Chief. And he had this. Do you remember this? He had this list of songs he, on the wall. And didn't he have "Straight to Hell" on there? Yeah, or something? and he, it was Kevin's favorite thing, I think, to go in there. <laughs> and we and he the, the songs all had prices. Yeah, how, how five pa- bucks for yeah, this one. Like how painful it was for him to play the song. <laughs> how again. much was like, "Straight to Hell"? Well, you remember? It, it was up there. Like it was probably ten away from "Brown Eyed Girl" or something. <laughs> like that. Brown Eyed Girl. Free Bird. Brown Eyed Free Bird's a hundred bucks. Play some scared man. <laughs> but uh, that, Free Bird right here. <laughs> no charge. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man. So you guys playing together over the years has been a real joy for me. I've really loved that, and I th- I think that you guys both play off each other well. And I'm so glad he sang on that on your record there. He's such a supportive guy of of all the artists in Atlanta, and and it's amazing how you know Atlanta musicians seem to really rally together as a family. And I, I love seeing uh, on New Year's Eve at Eddie's Attic, Michelle Malone. You know, you were opening for her and doing your own set and she just loved your new record so much she jumps up there and does the whole set with you she, she sang sat, that song too she man. sat there at the piano it was just like hanging out had a shaker yeah it was yeah. fantastic and then she would sing uh she was listening to the record and she would come you know sing and sing some harmonies you know whenever she yeah. felt she could fit in and was that planned at all or no 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 just she's incredible she's, she's fantastic awesome. she just gets better and better every year no question Sticking on the Atlanta music scene thing, because I've worked country radio for, gosh, 15 here in Atlanta, and Christian Bush is a really incredibly talented guy, and obviously Sugarland had incredible success, and they hit right as I started working, uh, you know, really in, in country radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and then here in Atlanta, and they've been super supportive. What, how do you know Christian? How, how did that relationship come about? Guy, Christian Bush and I would play at the precursor to Eddie's Attic, which was Trackside Tavern in Decatur. That's who, where Eddie Owen ran that place. He was a manager and he booked everything. Indigo Girls, Michelle Malone, uh, Billy Pilgrim, Christian Bush, Sean Mullins. We all kind of started from that that uh, place. And I did my last record before this one at Christian Bush's studio in Decatur, which yep. is a, a great, comfortable little place yeah, that it's I cool. really, it's, really it's, like. Uh, it's this unassuming little house. And Christian has been incredibly supportive over the years as well. Yeah. Very encouraging guy. He's and a hardworking yeah. guy. And I know no he, he, you told me that he, he loves your first record, Bones and All, so much that he's, uh, he once mentioned to you maybe uh, maybe coming in and, and he wants to play on it or something. Maybe he want, he's talking about, you don't want to talk about that. He's a top secret musician. I mean, that album, <laughs> I, that album has a place, but man, it's just so old, you know. I play I play a few of those songs still, but you know, it's it's a lifetime ago for me. Yeah. And I, I like, kind of keep going. I can't live in the past too much. And, right. You know, that a lot of people like that record. 
Right. And it's really stripped down. It's kind of like Nebraska or something. That's kind of a compliment when people say, oh, I want to come record your old album again. But also it's kind of like, well, what about my new stuff? Right. Like, <laughs> And has he heard? Uh, have you have you gotten this record? Yeah, out he's to got him? it, I believe. I, I yeah. think he's got it. That's cool. I put one in his mailbox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's that's high tech there. Old fashioned CD say, in the mailbox. There's, there's a, <laughs> he's like, who's this guy? That's marketing right How there, man. How does this guy man? know where I am? That's exactly well, I direct think, marketing. That's right. That's I think it. a Christian Bush uh, tour with Dave Franklin open, opening That'd this show would be pretty pretty cool. Solid. They'll do it. Sure. And, you, and, you know, you also have... Uh, Lily, uh, let's see. I, I guess Lily Winwood is that Steve Winwood's daughter? She's yep. on the record. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> is it really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can't believe Steve it. Winwood is incredible. Oh it's my gosh, really? oh, is she okay? So you're you're buddies with Lily Winwood as well. How did the, what's tell us about that? I met Lily Winwood. Uh, a friend of ours, Martha Pruitt, introduced me to her. She was in Atlanta for to sing at a Tom Petty Sun tribute dogs. event and to do a house concert, and I got introduced to her. And I was supposed to go in the studio like the next day. It was over a weekend. And once again, I said, oh, I got this great song for you. You should come in. And, and then I was like, oh, okay, now what can I get her to sing? <laughs> but then okay. it worked out so great. I went to where she was staying. I taught her the song, had all the lyrics all written out on these big sheets. And uh, we played it for like 30 minutes. And she came in that afternoon for like 45 minutes to an hour and just did track after track, just over wow. and over and over. And it's like the, one of the best things I've ever been a part of. Amen. And now she's, she's uh, like her dad, of course, she's British. So how does that, she sound uh, like on a country kind of a song? It sounds good? Well, like, that's probably like Dave Coverdale or uh, David Coverdale from Whitesnake. You can't tell he's English at all. Right, yeah. Man, he sounds like he's from California. She, on Here I Go Again. She's got a fantastic voice, yeah. yeah it comes out country. Yeah. butt off, man. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, I'm very proud of that song. I think it's it's my favorite, probably. That's yeah, super cool. I see here it's number two on the album. Yeah. Written in Stone. That's cool. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that, that one, out too. some more, definitely. I, we're going to see you this week. We're playing this weekend. Oh, yeah? A thir uh, 38 Festival. The 38 Songwriter Festival. Uh, she's going to be down there, and I talked to her, and she's going to come uh, sing that song with us. You Fantastic. have to. We've never played it. <laughs> we did it in the <laughs> studio, you know, but we've never actually played it. Literally, the guy that records his show prior, five, he finished five minutes before we started, and he is leaving, I think, tomorrow to go down to 38 for that show specifically. I mean, he's driving down because he's such a music fan, and he's no connection to the music industry. He's a marketing guy, just you know, professional guy, and he does a marketing show here on at the stations. But he was like, "I can't wait, man!" He, he's showing me his tickets, and he's so excited to go oh, it's down. It's a huge event. It's, oh, it's gotten so big. It's incredible. Yeah, and they, of course, they didn't have it last year. Right. It was just one year, right? Yeah. Yeah. But you've been a part of that now for I've a done few it, years, I think, right? five times. I think I've missed a couple years, but yeah. Are they good to you down there? Yes, I would imagine yeah. so. There's so many people playing, but they, they'll put you up for the you know the weekend somewhere, oh, wow. like a little hotel or yeah. you know, whatever. Well, yeah. why, why do you think, Dave, that it's such an important event, 30A Festival? Why has it become that way? I think it's just a gathering of every. They get some. They get everybody they can to come down. They have the headliners that play at a separate big stage, like Amy Lou Harris. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very established people. But then you'll have 150 other people playing over a 10 or 15 mile area. Mm -hmm. in different little restaurants or wine bars That's so and cool. you can they'll have banners out like saying this is a participating venue and the, the ticket holders know can get into any place and they know they're going to see high quality music song and they're all yeah. the best songwriters from around the world yeah some people yeah. you might not know their name but they might have written you know five number one songs yeah for for from nashville you know yeah right we we've had folks like that on this show on, on braves country 
And yeah, we oh, appreciate yeah. you listening yeah. to us. Levi, but, we yeah, played with him. Absolutely. So Ray Fulcher. One thing they do, which is cool, um, when they book the songwriters, they'll have like almost like a writers in around two or three writers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they'll play, take turns singing, playing songs. Mm-hmm. And then like people have their guitars or their instruments there. And then, and then you get interplay, improv, everybody's playing together. And then the whole crowd is singing. It's just really, really cool the way that they put that melting pot right in there. How many times have you played, Nelson? How many times have you played down there? Uh, Dave, Dave was the first time um, I played. We've probably done it like three years, and then I played with uh, Bradley Cole Smith and yeah, the Sun Dogs. Nelson's is talented. He can like sit in with anybody. That's I'm very great. limited in that aspect, <laughs> so I kind of do what I do. But Nelson just jumps on in with people, That's and cool. it sounds great. Yeah, I love the Thank mandolin. You. you mentioned Amy Lou Harris, so that would take me to uh, in a little bit of a different direction. Maybe, maybe not. I, as a country fan, I was born and raised on country music in Dalton, Georgia. And I, I've heard that you got to open up for Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. Oh, my God, yeah. That was a long time ago you, now, too. But, but you've but. got to tell that story, man. That's an amazing t- time in your life. Just to, just walk us through what that day was June like. June Carter Cash had a show at the old Cotton Club. It was when her album came out. It was like 20 years ago or something. And I, I was lucky enough to get the opening gig. But then the rumor was going around that Johnny was going to be there. And I'm like, uh-oh. Johnny was there in the backstage of the Cotton Club, and they came out and did, uh, you know, the big hits. Jackson. And- but they were both, you know, really good health. And I had met Johnny brief, Johnny and June briefly like the year before at the Tabernacle during the Olympics. Wow. And June Carter Cash sat me down in this folding chair. And she's like, she's like I, have, I had this country music magazine, Life Music, uh, Life Magazine, had the greatest country stars of all mm. time. And she just pointed, she said, come here, come here. And I went and sat down with her and she started going through the magazine with me. And she pointed a picture of Chet Atkins mm-hmm. and said, oh, he was our first guitar player. That's incredible. <laughs> like with Mother Maybell yeah. and all that. I'm like, That's oh incredible. my God. Yeah. You're talking to country music like, royalty. Yeah, it's like she's showing you through the family yeah, photo album. That's right. <laughs> kind of is. That's such a great comparison. And then, and then at the Cotton Club, like a year and a half later, when I met Johnny again, um, he got brought me backstage and started introducing me to his cousin or something. I love it. Was it. Just so nice, you know. But isn't that isn't that such a great snapshot of what country music is and 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 most country artists, or at least in my experience, that's that's the experience I've had. It is regular country music for the most part is regular people, just regular folks. All that Johnny and June had been through their entire life, oh, and yeah. they're still being as nice as they could be to me. Because they're yeah. regular folks. Yeah. They're regular folks. It's Absolutely. like us. It's like all of us. We're just regular folks. We all put our britches on the same way. And and I love the fact that that that, that happened to you because nobody else in the world has that story. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. That's one of a kind, man. I was very lucky to get that. You know, it was just unbelievable. I was happy to be there. It's unbelievable. Now, uh, another probably big moment for you was, uh, I would imagine, it kind of on a sports level might be sort of equal to meeting Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. Um you sang God Bless America one time at Turner Field, and it was a very special moment for me because I, just to all, you know, just to tell everybody, I, I kind of arranged it, and I'm really proud that I did because, man, you you were the first guy to kind of come out there with your acoustic guitar, and, and you really kind of invented, the, in my mind, the Woody Guthrie presentation of the whole thing, and it was just amazing. You did an amazing job. Tell us about that. What was what was it like for you to step onto the field? I know the, the most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, my God. Well, we got there like 10, and, you know, you have to, it was at Turner Field, and they hooked me up with this little tiny speaker as a monitor, and the sound is just bouncing all over yeah, the stadium. Right. 
the seventh inning. I, he's like, okay, it's time. So I go out there. Like you're going to death row or something? He was on the jumbotron. He was 80 <laughs> feet tall. Yeah. Walk. It's time. It was an A's game. It was no biggie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we played, yeah, we played the A's. It was in But I got played. out there, and the speaker they'd given me, I don't know if somebody was playing a joke on me or something, the monitor is not working, and what's coming through the speaker very loudly is baseball organ music. Nice. Blasting no. me out. No So way. I had he- earplugs in. I just had to, like, sit for about 10 seconds. You mean Matthew, just, Com- Matthew Kaminsky messed up your show? <laughs> <No, it was, laughs> he sabotaged Somebody was it. having a laugh. So yeah. I just closed my eyes and just played it kind of blindly, you know. But you did an amazing job. Oh, thank and, you. And, and after that, the Braves, really, they, they, they brought in Michelle Malone, Kevin Kinney, others from around the state. Uh, and you started and the trend. Yeah, everybody did it with acoustic. And, and uh, Michelle Malone said, later she said, uh, wait a minute, you got a monitor? So I think they were paying me back for like being a, you know, picky and asking for a little monitor and stuff. Well, uh, we don't have any monitors here, and I appreciate you rolling with it. We're not going to play any organ music at you, but do you, you think you would play us another song from your new record? Or um, uh, Yeah, what you want. Um, any, well, any, they're all great, but I love that song. Uh, is it called um, Angels Among Us? Oh, that is, I think that song is a, an instant hit. I mean, it's a classic. I mean, I can't believe it wasn't already written. And it, when you when I heard it the first time. Maybe it has been. Well, the first time I heard it, I thought maybe you were doing an old gospel, Alabama. gospel cover. Or, or the Alabama like song, yeah. Angels Among Us. So it's right. like a, they always played it. I did. I looked it up. I said, I saw it, and I found that Alabama song. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Like after I, you I listened it. to it. They're not the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, t- I got you. Had me all confused there for a minute. Well, I, I, I appreciate you coming in, Dave Franklin and, and Nelson. Thank you for oh being here as well. Oh, my gosh. It's such and, an uh, honor to have you all. And uh, Dave Franklin live on Braves Country uh, with Angels Among Us from his new record, Green Grass Hurricanes. And there's also a pet rescue in Atlanta called Angels Among Us, too. So. Oh, that's okay. cool. All right. All right. So everybody knows this phrase yeah. already. So it's no big deal. <laughs> I broke through the daylight in a chemical state. I raced through the tactical hospital gates. I ripped off the dog tags and numbers and names. Claimed as a Protestant boy. Have mercy in the valley, long days in the sun. It was golden forever, but now it's all gone. Down came the orders, home overseas, just where the government pleased. If stars still shine in the morning sometimes, if the blue sky is born from the grave. With our struggles, hoping angels among us help us along the way. Out here in the country, I can see this whole world, these lights in the sky like diamonds and pearls been charred in my direction by the satellites glow where I'm at well God only knows if stars still shine in the morning sometimes the blue sky is born from the grave we live with our struggles hoping angels among us help us along 
on the black and white floor these silver blue clouds floating by my front door i haven't seen the sunshine in about seven days still this world it keeps moving on the stars still shine in the morning sometimes if the blue sky is born from the grave Must be angels among us help us along the way. We live with our struggles, hoping angels among us help us along the way. Absolutely incredible. Is, oh, the, my gosh. That's, that's the best. I mean, you've written a lot of great songs, but that is the best song I've ever heard you have. That's an amazing song. Thanks, man. It, it's, yeah, it's it really amazing. is remarkable, man. I, and I know people tell you all the time, but when you, the difference is when you can, like for me anyway, when I can when I can feel the song immediately, like it just connects. Yeah. Nelson, you're exactly right. When when it hits you right there, choked oh, yeah. up raise, raise a little bit, of, raise oh, yeah. the hair on the back of your neck up a little bit, and you're like, oh, my gosh, you, I, I've lived this song, all right? It's I, kind of a song about, like, you're like talking about being military brats, like, yeah. or just moving around the world. That's and right. Not have, Like, I don't know anybody from, you know, junior high or any mm -hmm. of that. No, it's all over, you know? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And it's, like, you move around the world. Yeah, if you move every year you kind of have all these little lifetimes and that are still yeah. back there and then you just gr you really appreciate when you do find an anchor when you do get to Atlanta and you, and, and there is that post retirement when you're out of the navy or you're done being an army brat and you build up your own family but you also know that you kind of have a family of people who can relate all over the world that are also you know military uh, families and and veterans and 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 they're like living they're angels here on earth that you can kind of get together with and and relate and that song, I mean, it's universal to everybody because everybody needs angels in their lives. Uh, oh my gosh! But yeah. it's uh, but the way you started off, where the guys leaving the military and putting down the dog tags and all that. Oh I mean, goodness. I can just so it's relate to that. Cry, man. No kidding. I literally, my my brother-in-law retired from the Air Force. I was Navy. He uh, retired from the Air Force a few years ago, and I literally, and I'll show you to just to prove that I really <laughs> did. I just snapped a picture of the. I was like, dude, you got to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you've got to hear this. King of the Coast is incredible. Um, I, and I said, uh, you got to go and listen to that. And then as you were playing, I went back and texted him again. I said, add angels among us. Yeah. You're right. Wow. It's just something. Thank you, guys. Appreciate man. it. But it's true, man. When when you connect immediately, that's when you know it's it's good and you know it's powerful. Let's talk about a little bit. As you talked about being an Air Force family <laughs> and, and clearly faith plays a, an element or a role in your life and as it does mine and, and Scott's as well. Yeah, where, where do, how does it all work together? Because I'm still trying to figure it out. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. 
Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. How does it all work together? Because I'm still trying to figure it out. God, I don't know. Uh, because I feel like music is is a, a great connector to your faith. It's all I have. You know, it's, it's what I do. And, uh, you know, everything else is kind of ambiguous to me, and I can't really figure it out. So it's just mm-hmm. what I do, you know. Yeah. Just it, play my songs. It, and it makes sense. But, yeah. Like, I can hear. It helps me communicate when I can't yeah. communicate very well sometimes. So No, I, yeah. I, I work in the communication business and can't communicate sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You heard me earlier. I couldn't even finish the sentence. It's just, yeah. you know, sometimes it just doesn't work. Your, 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 your mouth and your brain ain't working together. But there, there's, I can hear the opening chords of... Amazing Grace, Softly and Tenderly, um, uh, Jesus Hold My Hand, any of those. I mean, it's a great gospel country song. Heck yeah, it is. Dave, I mean, well, thanks. Gonna... I didn't know, but yeah. But, <laughs> but, but get harmonies and stuff, man, singing like singing music together between two people or three people or a whole whole room singing with your clapping, people stomping yeah. and clapping. It's uh, it's the best feeling. And it's I love playing that song because we'll, we'll, we'll build up a little bit of steam for what we can do, you know, um, and then we'll go into that song. And everybody just goes with it, you know. Yeah. Well, you know the thing is, where, where two or more gathered in His name, that's church. Here, here. And I just and Amen. I just and I just felt it just then, you know. We're Amen. all sitting around, and He's nice. talking about how there's angels helping us out. Yeah, yeah it is true, man. And, true. and but that's a you know when we talked, we started this this whole thing out, talking about how this this podcast. Of course, the Braves are the big envelope, right? And then you you start breaking it down to all the things that matter to people that live in the Southeast, and faith is a Big, big. Uh, oh, yeah. Look, oh, yeah. uh, neck and neck with college football. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, in the Atlanta Braves. Culture. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. You find the Lord in all those places. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like, they're, they're, it, music and church and faith and all that stuff plays right into all the things that we talk about on the show all the time. And that's another thing that, that I wanted to ask you about. Just living in the South, you know, uh, there's, a, in, there's a guy named Brent Cobb. Do y'all know Brent Cobb at all? Yeah, he, I, I move. Yeah, he's a great uh, kind of up and coming country artist kind of a guy. Yeah, he's from down south, south of Atlanta, and he's got a great song called "South of Atlanta." His, his, uh, and it, dude, I'm telling you, that works. I know, right? It's very, very straightforward. But it just, I don't know. As I was sitting here thinking about growing up in the south, and it, so it, yeah. Nonetheless, whether you know him or not, is incredible. So go check it out. His, uh, I will. His cousin. Uh, Dave Cobb produces oh, yeah. a bunch oh, of... Oh, yeah, I know that guy. So, yeah, so Dave... <laughs> so Brent's co- Brent is Dave's cousin. And cool. so, anyway, I, I stumbled upon him through... Dave Matt. Dave was in a band called the Tender Idols mm-hmm. back when my rock band in the early 90s, Holly Faith. Mm-hmm. We played a lot of the same places around Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's See, but, that, but there you go. It that all, was kind uh, of an the, the alternative spider-like. rock band. That yeah. had, it had some Southern elements to it, but it was just a great alternative rock band. Which you I guys, love, alt-rock, You guys too. moved together to atlanta didn't you some of y'all or well i played in florida with the guitar player kevin morrison and we ran into two guys from atlanta that were in a cover band that were playing at hog's breath saloon in fort walton beach florida (laughs) and the singer like you know talked us into moving to atlanta to start a band and uh it was just that easy so we moved up here got a show somehow on our first show uh u2 is playing across the street at the omni yeah Way back when. And Bono and the Edge come to our show. No, no way. way. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. 
it was like some we had a percussion guy and he comes up the side of the stage and says hey man bono and the edge are here it's like okay this is how it works yeah you just yeah. get a gig and then you two shows up you hadn't hit him with a bs you're like bullshit there's no way yeah and and, and sure enough and did you look out and see them while you were playing no i got in a they... fight with my girlfriend we had to leave and i missed oh, out on everything no, oh, man. that's how it works that's Sometimes. real rock and roll right there <laughs> yeah but i heard all about it yeah they, they took over the hole upstairs and uh there was a lot of tequila and things going on, Look, and, what, I, I, and, and a lot of talk about, oh, we're going to sign you guys to our to our little record label or something. And then you guys yeah. did get a big major label deal. Who yeah, was that we got a deal with uh, Epic Records, which was Sony. Yeah, yeah. And then and then they and then we drove us. around the country in a van, you know, <laughs> playing in Omaha to bowling alley. Well, it's it's better. before the internet. It's like, why are but we here? It's better than in a van down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> We're building a following. That's, a, that's what they say. That's a, what is it the, was a different world. We had like, you know, this is like the Rand McNally Atlas on the front of the van, <laughs> on the dash. That's for Google Maps. Co- coffee stains all over it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You covered up Omaha with your <laughs> coffee stain. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> Hell's wrong with you. It was a lot of fun, but it was it was a very crazy time. What is it about living in the South that you love the most? Is there something about the South that you love the most? You know, in high school, um, there was a um, I went to school with a bunch of kids that were singers and musicians, and they had a choir. These were kids I was in eighth, ninth grade with, and they had mm-hmm. a, a church choir, and they came and sang at our auditorium, which is beautiful. You know, get six hundred people in there. But these were kids that I went to school with every day, and then I heard them sing. A, they sing "Oh Happy Day" as a choir of thirty of them, and these are kids I went to school with every day. But then I sat there and my jaw dropped because they made magic, and that they played music and it was a gospel song, and uh, I love southern music, and um, that's why I like the South. Me thanks too. For, thanks for asking. You're very, Nelson. You're super southern. You've been in like. Alabama forever, your family, right? Yeah, we're Virginia, Navy, yeah. Navy kid. Yeah, I was Norfolk. When Norfolk I, was I was born in Norfolk, okay. Norfolk General. And, uh, and then Dad retired and came to Alabama, where yeah. our family's from. And again, it's church, and I mean, my family's full of musicians, like you know, singers, guitar players. We bring guitars and all kinds of instruments to our reunion, and we have barbecue and all that stuff. And it's just amazing to, to know that, like, uh, my cousin's daughter, you know, is at Juilliard. And those kinds of things because it, the, a musical talent comes from within no matter where you're from and it's it's a soul thing and i i feel that that's very prevalent in the south so that's oh that's, my gosh that's, yeah. that's that's what i like about the south ain't no doubt about it Amen. Uh, and we want to talk about uh, all of this but i we did kind of skip over one thing and i just wanted to give you all a chance since we are on the braves radio network to proclaim your braves fandom real quick and i just wanted to hear from you all both uh, about coming up as Braves fans and who are your favorite Braves of all time? Uh, Nelson, who's your favorite Brave of all time? I think Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy? Yeah. As long as in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so uh, um, it was funny you mentioned over in Alabama with the, with the, when TBS started. I had a stepbrother, and uh, and the games were on. It seemed like they were on in the middle of the night. And I'd stay up. He'd let me stay up late and watch these games late at night, and it was the only thing on TV at that time. And I'll never forget it. You know, I was 10, 12 years old and uh, just watching the Braves late at night. What about you, Dave? What's your. Probably Bobby Dave? Cox. Yeah. He's got a statue <laughs> out there. I don't know if y'all noticed. <laughs> yeah, a little. And I was fascinated by Greg Maddox. Yeah. Oh, my God, the things he could do. It just freaked me out. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, the, the, uh, he was fantastic. Brilliant. My man could paint the corners like nobody else. I saw a great meme during the World Series run, and it was. 
somebody like, I hired this fellow to paint my house, and he only did the corners, and it, and it was just the pragmatics. <laughs> Instead of in his glove, he had a, you know, they had photoshopped a, a paintbrush in his hand or a roller or something. And the house, you could see the front of the house, and the only things that were painted were the edges because <laughs> that's what he did, you know. I remember reading an article, plate. like, he would set people, set batters up, like, two ahead to, like, get them to do and you'd watch him how angry he would get on the mounted himself. Yeah. It just like he was fierce. He was he was so focused. Yeah, you kind of have that kind of that focus that a little bit of that. Or it seems. Look, oh, well. we, it's first well, time we're you're a very serious guy. You know. You, what? I mean, I'm you, sorry. I don't mean to be. No, 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 no. I, no, not that. No, I mean you just you just have that same intensity. Like I can see it when like when you talk about music. Like you have that same passion for music as he focus. did for baseball. It's focus, oh, yeah. or, or or it appears that way. Well, he does, and you know, I, I got to tell you one other thing I wanted to mention while we're on the, you know, Skip Carey's airways here. Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> That's right. When uh, in 2010, I I was trying to think of who I had uh, season tickets from that Thanks Bobby campaign. Uh, well, I I bought some so that I could go to every game. I freaked out that year, and it was great. And uh, and afterwards, I had uh, that was I think one of the first years they had this uh, season ticket holder uh, come onto the field and 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 play on the field or try the bullpen or the batting cages and all that. And I and, I, and I yeah, and I thought like who loves the I Braves? Remember, I remember when y'all did that. And and uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? I rode around in a van or a tour bus with Dave Franklin for many years, just listening to the Braves radio network together and uh, and just talking about Maddox and stuff like. And I was like, I think Dave Franklin would love this. So. And then you came down there with me, and man, you should see Dave Franklin whip it in the bullpen, man. Yeah, yeah. easy. This guy should. <laughs> yeah, seriously, what do you mean? I, I remember. I remember. This remember us trying to recreate the Otis Nixon catch. Yes. <laughs> Who didn't <laughs> do that? Jump up against the wall. Seriously. Yeah. And when we were out there in center field. We we're like trying to do it. We got about two feet off the ground. Oh, two inches. <laughs> oh, I think he got two feet. My knees out. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we sat in the dugout. That was oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah there's just something. There's just times. But th- but it's funny you bring it up because it's because Nelson was talking about just the you know growing up in Virginia, which is Braves country, you know um, the the band Old Dominion, which is oh, hot. Yeah. Oh they're, yeah, they're ODU baby. Yeah, yeah. Well, but well, but th- there's a band, a country oh, yeah, band yeah, called yeah. Old Dominion. You know yeah. they're from Virginia as yeah. well. Oh, is that why they're called? I didn't know that's why they're. I don't know that that's. I don't know that they're conne- that's connected. I thought they were named after the trucking line. No, well, I think that that's actually Chattanooga. <laughs> I think Braves country. <laughs> that's right. But that's the point. All of us, you know, no matter where you are, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky, Arkansas. It's all Braves country. It's funny the way it works. When y'all are out on the road, what is your favorite barbecue spot? Do you have one? Because I mean, everybody's got a favorite barbecue spot. I or. or or I feel certain. Well, my favorite bar- barbecue spot is here in Atlanta. It's called Fox Brothers. You might have heard of it. Yeah. I have. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> they have a delicious outlet right next door to where we're recording this podcast. <laughs> huh? Attached, How about that? Attached to 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 Truist Park, and my wife and I ease over there about once a week and get a uh, well, I get the pulled pork barbecue on a salad, and but and she'll get you know pull or pull chicken or something. You know, we we mix it up a little bit. But that's unbelievable. I what, love your, Fox Brothers. Dave, the wings. Dave Franklin, what's your standard Incredible. order? Yeah, at the, Incredible. At the Fox Brothers. Uh, the smoked wings they have. Yeah, are so Fantastic. Good. And the turnip greens. Yeah. So, and uh, I keep thinking I'm going to get, you know, everything else, but then that's what I always end up getting. <laughs> also love Southern Soul Barbecue in St. Simon's. Yeah, good okay. friend of ours, right. Griffin Buffkin. Griffin Buffkin. Yep. You know, Does Griffin Buffkin, he's another on. one of those kings of the coast. Uh-oh. No <laughs> question about it. He's the mayor of St. Simon's. See, but that's the, the, the odd thing about this is, like, y'all have... Y'all are talking about barbecue restaurants. You know the owners. Like, I don't know an owner for a barbecue restaurant. 
You know well, what I mean? I think you do because our friend Nelson Nolan over here is involved in the ownership of Fox Brothers. Yeah, I I'm partners with the Fox, is that true? With the Fox Brothers. Yeah, I and didn't. Okay, I'm wow. Part, I'm business partners with them. They're two identical twins from Texas. Okay, and uh, they moved here, and we got the smokehouse right in the outfield. They, they light it up yes, at sir. 4 a.m. every every day. I was not endorsed for my opinion of uh, Fox Brothers. It really is my favorite place. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So, well, so they're real people. Just, the disclaimer. Fox Brothers are real people. Okay. In case uh, you were wondering. Well, that's yeah. incredible. So I'm glad you told me because I feel like a dummy right now. You're not no, no, I, mean, tell not, apart. I couldn't tell them apart for 10 years. Well, so. no, but I mean, like, just, I, you know, you guys are talking about owners for all the shops that you go to i'm now you know i i, I don't know, well, when, well, you know well, that's when, where we're going to lunch after this too yeah we're all going to, well, when, you go. know, when you're a musician or you work with musicians you roll in you got to report to the owner and then you'd uh, set up for your show so that's kind of how it happens all right so i feel like i asked i asked a loaded question accidentally so let's we're going to take barbecue out of it where's your where's your where's your favorite restaurant in atlanta do you have one Meat and three or mom yeah, and pie no or, or it could hamburger. Be a I don't get out much. Uh, <laughs> George's in Virginia Highlands is pretty good. Okay, pretty good safe bet for a nice George. burger. What I ate the Silver Skillet yesterday, son. Yes, yeah, living man. there. Oh yeah, that is living. that's old school. Silver man. Skillet is great for breakfast. And George's, you know, I love Fellini's there. pizza. Fellini's, <laughs> Fellini's oh yeah, over in Buckhead. That's the best pizza there is. I, I love it. I love it too. One of my great thrills is going to George's and sitting. You know, they have little name plates on all the tables yeah. where different celebrities have sat over the years, and yeah. I always have to sit in the Andrew Jones booth. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, that's right. Also belongs in the Hall of Fame, like exactly. Del Murphy. There's an Emily Sailors one. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Girl. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. She, the, those, those, they're incredible. Yeah, it's definitely incredible. kind of an old man bar. We go in there and like everybody be on the patio, and we'll just go in there and go in the back, like <laughs> a dark booth in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All right, out of Town. Out of town. See, somebody hit a 30A barbecue joint, so yeah. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, where, where do you was, stop on the way to or from Nelson. 30A or while you're down there? What's that place in Eufaula? I'm sorry, I can't think of it. There's a place. Blue Moon? A great barbecue place in Eufaula. Oh, it's, oh God, what it's called? Oh, Phil's. Yeah. Phil's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nelson, like that's b- kind of the thing about the butts in town. <laughs> 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 it's got the cheesy thing. It's like, well, let's go eat there. That's exactly right. It's like, it's it was Hooters before Hooters, right? <laughs> but Nelson, Nelson Nolan, that's kind of the thing about the barbecue community. It's kind of like the music community in that y'all support each other. You you guys love other restaurants, and you even go to, like, competitions that are kind of just friendly well, gatherings. Well, not like, even right? competitions so much. Yeah. Um, we, we do, uh, like, we'll, we'll travel up to uh, the Windy City Smoke out which is a country music concert mm. and they'll have 17 in chicago yeah right there in chicago um it was in the herald park for a long time right on the river and uh now it's by the united center they have fifty thousand people out there over the weekend Amazing. and it's it's all barbecue no competition but it's 17 barbecue places from all over the all over from charleston to chicago to arkansas phoenix and then just uh up and coming country music all weekend love it. it's fantastic you get the you know the cowgirl boots and all that stuff all weekend yeah right there in july let's go let's all go tug let's go this year when when is it july yes july city smoke out happily married man happily been married to my wife for almost 21 years happily married man but i'm telling you those cowboy boots and yeah i'm telling you you see those man that it'll make you have impure thoughts and you'll have to correct yourself (laughs) (laughs) as best you can Hey, uh, speak. You know, 30A is great, and folks that uh, by the time this airs, they might have missed it this year. They might have to catch you next year at 30A. But you got a show coming up in Atlanta that we can uh, 
plan on that uh, we, maybe we can come see you soon? We're working on it. Uh, I think it's probably going to be at Smith's Old Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Legendary March. Spot. Yeah. Hope to get in there in March. Yeah. So in the spring, you play Smith's Old Bar here and We'll in have Atlanta. a band with us then. It'll be a full-on, full-on oh, really? fun night. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah. John yeah. Harris playing with us. Nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, you could get Lily Winwood to come be I'm, involved in that I'm one trying. Too? Okay, cool. I'm trying. Well, Tug and I bring would it love up to her first. keep us posted because <laughs> Tug and I would love to be a part of that show and, yeah. and dare I say if you need somebody she's to got introduce a, she's you. She's got a you know. full band now. She played at that third and Lindsley place last night in Nashville. Yeah. Wow. Which is a awesome that's, that's good time there. Yeah. That's awesome that's spot. A, isn't that where you uh, know how many people want to play that place? You the know time I mean? jumpers play yeah, that's on a Monday night. With Vince Gill every Ooh. Monday night. I mean that, that on a Monday legendary. night, man, it's crazy. Hopping. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, Vince Gill every Monday night with yeah with the, uh, the it. it's, yeah, unbe- you, it's unbelievable. Yeah, Vince right. Gill's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he's all right. Uh, he's all right. Yeah. You ever seen his guitar collection on the on the internet? Yeah, yeah. I have. Oh yeah. my god, it's like Jay Leno's car collection. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's it's pretty remarkable. But uh, but Smithville Bar, man, that's oh, that yeah. place pretty legendary too. You know, I mean, oh, it, yeah. for, for Atlanta, at that is there. I mean, there's. It, Tabernacle, Cotton Club, Roxy, um, Smith's Old Bar, Eddie's Attic. I mean, it's just places yeah. that it's that one you, of the standard, the yeah, gold standard. That's you know? exactly right. Yeah, and it's a place where they have uh, they'll they'll have established artists or, or even people will do what we call an underplay in the in the music industry, where you kind of could play the stadium or the or the big theater, but you want to do a smaller room, and and so people do that at Smith's, but. Um, but they also really support the local scene and and, and new and up and coming bands and uh, and Dave, you've always kind of seemed to. It's one of your centers of the universe, I know. And and man, tell us a, a little bit about. I know they fixed up the room a lot. You took me in there when you were uh, doing rehearsals one time for the. For yeah, the they redid everything after the the pandemic. They redid all the floors. They tore up all the carpet. There's beautiful hardwood floors. They got they reinforced the stage underneath so it's not hollow. Yeah, very pro sounding. They got beautiful new chandeliers. Uh, to me, it's like a San Francisco ballroom kind of place. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. And then they have an entire downstairs. Yeah, basically a club, which is just as good in my eyes. Yeah, they have two other that's stages more like downstairs. a New York vibe. Yeah, down there it's just straight, very dark. Usually it's very cold, which I like. More very, it's more intimate, but you know, kind of rock. And it's right there in Midtown at the corner of, I think, uh, Piedmont and Monroe, right? So yeah, it's kind of it. easy to get to. And yeah. I, I love that stage, too, that circular stage with that curtain. They it's do the curtain such... call for everybody. Yeah. Every band gets a curtain call. Yeah. You know, it can be a garage band. You can be whoever you are. But, it, 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 like, it's an important thing. Like a lot of bars, you know, a lot of clubs, people just kind of walk up. We're going to start now. No, every, <laughs> everybody gets a curtain call no matter what you do I love that. and it's the Crazy. coolest thing about show business yeah. and about smith's old bar yeah. the curtain stays and it's That's awesome. the coolest because no matter what's behind it you're there and they open it up so you so the it's audience is there such a respect for for the craft for the art yeah for the craft i love that for the art yeah it's a great room it. can't wait to see y'all play there again soon and uh would you guys do another song for us here before we uh wrap up on braves country because we we got you here. You got your instruments. We may as well do one more. This is, uh, you know, an honor Do you have to one have in mind, guys, Scott? So. What do you want to hear? Man, I love all your songs. Uh, anything is fantastic. Uh, anything that's fantastic. <laughs> I said, no, I said they're all any song you want to play. <laughs> if you could choose one of the fantastic ones. Let me look through here and see what I was going to. Well, what about one of the songs from uh, Lost in the Middle oh, of the Long go. Way Home? Yeah. Either uh, Warm Blanket or Miles Away. 
Either warm one blanket. of those. Okay, we'll do warm blanket. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I think miles away might bring think, some people down a little bit. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, well, Abby, Abby Owens sang on uh, on uh, Miles Away too. Yeah. yeah. You know her. You need to have her on the show. She's great. She's from awesome. uh, what Macon, Georgia, right? She's from Macon. She lives in Sarasota now. Yeah. yeah. She's the queen of the coast, man. She's playing all those beach bars. <laughs> Macon, man, they wow. put out some pretty good stuff. Macon, don't they? Yeah, they, Oh they my God, right Macon is there. the place, it, isn't it? I heard. All, I heard some some bands are from there. <laughs> <laughs> Once or twice, I've been a little bit. I've heard. I've seen them on a T-shirt or something. But Tug, I think you're gonna love this song. Warm blanket, Dave Franklin from Lost in the Middle of the Long Way Home. Two, one, two, three, go. Down this road, she poured it in a 
gracious. Wow. Love that song. Nelson Thanks, Nolan and Dave Franklin. And I and I wrote that lyric down because I love it so much. Oh. Lost in the middle of the long way home. I, I tell you, the fact that I've never, th- that was the first time I've heard that song. I've been deprived for about, I don't know how long the song's been out, but, but 44 years is how old I am. So I've been deprived for a long time. It's out there. Not not getting to hear that one until oh, today. Thank you, Tug. Appreciate that. But, but I feel like there's probably more people like me that, that haven't had the introduction that they need to uh, to your music. And I hope that they'll take a minute after listening to this to go check out your your new record which is incredible it's available everywhere there you go it's called green grass hurricanes dave franklin and uh, you heard him do king of the coast you heard him do angels among us and you heard us talking about written in stone with lily winwood uh, steve winwood's daughter but uh, yeah itunes uh, you can go find dave on facebook and uh, and learn more about his music there but uh, do yourself a favor listen to his music because i think you'll be uh, You'll be really, really happy you did, just like I've been so blessed to uh, to hear it live today. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us here on Braves Country. On Thank the you Atlanta very, Braves very Radio much Network. for having me. Yeah. I appreciate so, it. Thank you, Nelson, for coming. Oh my Thank gosh, you, Scott. Guys, awesome. So incredible. Thank you, Tug. Awesome. Thank here, you so much. Here, and uh, you're always welcome, man. You're always welcome. We always uh, we hope you, you'll come back one day soon. Yeah, it's, you, it's just great to be here in the heart of Braves country. There I'm you go. That's, right. y'all, that's one thing we can all agree on. Yes, sir. Y'all, come, y'all come back now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. The only thing we didn't work in was a how's your mom and them. <laughs> we should have got that in there. But uh, but seriously, though, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank Please you, the barbecue. Yes, sir. Let's go. See you. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. The Braves Country Podcast supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men. Check out thewarrioralliance.com and shepherdsmen.com for more info, resources, and how to get involved. That's thewarrioralliance.com and theshepherdsmen.com. The Braves Country Podcast would like to thank all of our veterans. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 